We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas. And I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, by the All-Star break, even if you can't stop thinking about taking a vacation someplace sunny and warm, but you don't want to miss out on any of the hockey action, Look for a Bet Chris near your next holiday destination. Bet Chris is one of the leading sports books in the Western Hemisphere with hundreds of sports betting locations throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Watch the game at a Bet Chris location. Food and drink specials and VIP lounges are available at many Bet Chris locations. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open your Bet Chris account. Place some bets on your game and collect your cash at the window when the game is over. Bet Chris offers single bets, parlay bets, teasers, and more on pregame and live odds for hockey and all your favorite Canadian and American sports leagues. And Bet Chris offers a variety of team and player props, including futures. Bet Chris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open up your account at a Bet Chris location. Deposit $750 or more and get up to a 40% reduced commission on your sports bets, up to minus 106 on single bets and parlay bets. That's the best juice in the biz. So, if you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere in between, the odds are very good. There's a Bet Chris Sportsbook where you're going on holiday. For more information about visiting a Bet Chris location while you're on holiday or to listen to or subscribe to the Hockey Betting Podcast, visit BetChrisCanada.net. That's BetChrisCanada.net. Cam, you're Canadian. When you leave Canada and you're heading south, Use the promo code PODCAST. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Monday, October 28, 2019. And now, live from Las Vegas... The host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, we love diving in, talking hockey, and who better to do that with than our dear friend north of the border, the one, the only Camp Stewart. I'm Brian Blessing in Las Vegas with only two games on the NHL menu on a Monday, Cammy, but that'll get the week started for us. How you doing, bud? Doing pretty good, buddy. Yeah, no, Brian, great tip uh, you gave the listeners last week. I was all over Colorado against Vegas there in that early start, uh, 3 p.m. Vegas time, 6 Eastern game, and man, they kicked their ass. So thanks a lot for the update on the the Golden Knights. I made a lot of money with that uh, plus 165 pooch. And the one other thing, and there are dogs breakfast again, but just when you talk about paying attention, and the opportunities that will present themselves, they have since lost a couple in a row. Uh, but San Jose, after Couture called guys out, yep. they went and got the W where just in that one instance, we said there's something wrong there. They're dysfunctional. But if you're ever going to get an effort from them, it would be in that one game. They did it. They went to Montreal. They won the game. And now they suck again. Exactly. We're all over them. And some teams, we talked about it. Another tip, guys. Brian talked about the Buffalo Sabres owning San Jose. The Sharks, uh, sorry, Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo owns San Jose, yep. and the Sharks own Montreal. They've won like nine straight in Montreal against these guys, too. So hockey trends, I think, are better than any other trends. It's weird. Sometimes the players have changed, but just certain things, see, it, t- it tends to repeat itself, Brian. So anyway, we've got a small skate uh, slate here. What are you going to do with uh, Arizona, Buffalo, and Florida, Vancouver, buddy? It's crazy same odds for both games too a buck 25 for the sabers buck 25 for the canucks well i like this arizona team 
I think they're absolutely heading the right way. They got off to the slow start, and you go, oh, no, here we go again. But they are uh, on a little heater cam. What do they want here? Five of six. Yeah. So they're, they're playing good hockey. Uh, you know what? And the Sabres got killed by, which I think was a good thing for them. They got killed by, by the, the Rangers. Rangers. Yep. Then they, they are, they've got this mantra going, not to lose back-to-back. Went up, uh, we had them on the puck line, plus 210 uh, at Detroit. It was tight. Uh, but Omark was spectacular in that game. Uh, you know what? I'm leaning the over here, Cam. I, I think Buffalo's got depth. Uh, their power play is lethal. And this Arizona team, I watched them against Vegas earlier in the year. They are fast. I, I think that, I, listen, uh, whatever goalies uh, are in there, I, I like the goalie matchups, good goalies, but I just five and a half. I think that's a bargoon. Got to go over. Yeah, if you're not going to post a six, and let's talk about Arizona too, you know, the thing about these guys is you talked about it, Brian. It's not your same old Coyotes losing like one to nothing. Let's take a look at it. The last game, they scored five goals against the Devils. They ran into a really hot Islanders team. Still got two there. Uh, five versus Ottawa, five versus Nashville, four versus Winnipeg. So, yes, the, the Arizona Coyotes can score goals. Now, I agree. I have a lean to Buffalo in the over in this game. Buffalo, I think they got a rebound. I think that Rangers loss kind of slaps them in the face a little bit. Time to wake up. I see a Buffalo, you know, Five to three win with an empty netter. Give me the Sabres in the over. Hey, listen, we'll give you a lot of overs. At this time of year, that's what you got to be looking for. I will tell you, though, uh, I, it, it, I kind of been getting hit with a billy club in the winter classics of late. But I said for however many years they've been doing this stuff, as, as long as you're alive, play the under in the outdoor games. Had the under in the outdoor game, Winnipeg and Calgary. Uh, it's wind. The ice isn't that good. It's a dump and chase game. So we had that under in the weekend, but it only two games tonight. How does Florida or Vancouver? I can make a real case here. Total should have been seven in this game. Yeah, I don't know if you want to take the well. If you like the over in the Buffalo game and you think it could be seven, so you like the salami over tonight. Something to look at in both games. Yeah. As for Florida, I think they've turned the corner. They've been good to me. I was on them uh, yesterday. They wanted a uh, at a pick and price, just killing the Oilers, who are really coming back down to earth. Florida's figured it out. Uh, as for Vancouver, heartbreaking loss to the Capitals. What were they up? Four goals in that game? Washington scored four answered and one in a shootout. That was backbreaking. I don't know if the Canucks, uh, you know, they're in a better spot than Florida. Florida uh, with the win and now in Edmonton having to go to Vancouver. But I, it's hard to step in front of Florida right now, Brian. But if you're telling me to take the seven, you think there's going to be seven goals in this game? I'll listen to you, buddy, because you're Tommy Total. I'm more Sammy side. I know I like the sides. You like the totals. But uh, it's tough. I find this game really tough. I want to come back to Florida at plus 105. Well, I'm just looking at Florida. Uh, on this road trip, they lost 6-5 at Calgary. They yep. won 6-2 at Edmonton. So they score. They're putting the biscuit in the basket, buddy. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Good point, Brian. Yeah, it's six and a half. And you know Vancouver's going to get theirs. I think Florida, the backup starting tonight, too. I don't really think it matters. It's kind of like goalie one and A. But, uh, yeah, I think we can get seven goals tonight for sure. All right. Let's go to Tuesday where we get that uh, big menu of games. This yeah. San Jose team is a dog's breakfast camp. Uh, we mentioned it. We cashed when they played at Montreal. Uh, but since back to their old ways, they're an atrocity. In their own, bad hockey team. In their own end of the <laughs> rink, they are. I, I would, I would probably lean over the total here. I mean, I think Boston will certainly get their fair share. And any night you've got Carlson and Burns and company out there, and it's an out of conference game. I'd probably, yeah, they, they might shave the total down a little bit because Boston with Rask are so good in their own end. I, I could see goals in that game. I take Boston in regulation or puck line. Uh, you can put them in parlays too. 
this team's hot, man. They don't lose games. I, I was all over them the night against the Blues. They won, uh, Brian, 3 to nothing on the puck line and in parlays. It's just the Boston Bruins are a damn good hockey team. Uh, and, and losing to St. Louis in the Stanley Cup fire, a final lit a, a fire under their ass. They're playing great hockey right now. They're not taking days off. Pasternak looks like an absolute beast. Uh, everybody, they're getting goaltending. The defense looks good. The offense looks good. Sorry, San Jose. Uh, you're going to have to play a real special game to, to beat the Bruins here. I, I, I lean Bruins all over the board. It'll be in round-robin parlays all night long, buddy. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, betchriscanada.net. All right, tomorrow on Tuesday, and I'm telling you, we got Washington at Toronto. And that's why your backyard, man. How hot is the kitchen here? Lease have lost three of four, and the one game they won was against San Jose, who we just said is who we said is god awful. They were the Leafs were losing that game one nothing till they scored a goal. And don't let the final score uh, fool you. It was actually really tight. They got a the go ahead goal late, and then a couple empty netters to win four to one. So don't be. It's not like they dominated. There's a big problem with this team. It, it stems from the defense. It's not Freddie Anderson's fault. I don't know what the hell's going on with this team. They lose. They lose a lot of grit with the likes of Zach Hyman and other guys that I really liked on this team. No Travis Dermott too. Good young defenseman. He's still hurt. Tough game. Every time Washington and, and Toronto get together, Brian, it's usually a shootout, a barn burner. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Like Washington, they'd love to get a, 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 some points in Toronto. The Leafs might play desperate hockey, though, because they've been really bad lately. Let me Tough ask game. you something, because it's easy to point fingers. And we said this all summer long. Leafs, uh, Tavares, Marner, Matthews, Nylander. That's half your salary cap. Uh, and you got, okay, but now you got no Tavares. That ain't helping because at least he's a guy, uh, you know, that's got a voice or reason and some veteran leadership. But I'll tell you what's going on. It's easy to sit there and say, well, the, the Leafs have no defensemen. Well, if you have no defensemen, your forwards better be coming yeah. back. And, and these guys don't. are all about points. That's I true. Not, I would say Marner, Marner is better in his end defensively, but uh, Matthews is a work in progress. He, he, he's one of those guys, Brian, he'll drive you nuts. Uh, he'll have shifts where he back checks, and all of a sudden, he just floats. Um, you don't know what you're going to get from the guy. Marner will block a few more shots. I think he's got a better defensive game, but you're right. They're too offensive, and they're not coming back to help a bad def defense core that's more like an American Hockey League Toronto Marlies team than a Leafs team. So it's a big problem right now. Hey, and, what uh, would the score of these know, games here's another, here's another thing. If here's Anderson thing. wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, if Anderson wasn't there, they'd be murdered. They'd have way less wins. He's actually been standing on his head. And here's another thing. Mike Babcock. So you're the highest paid coach in the NHL. Like, do something then. Like, you're you're the so-called genius. Yeah, you had Lidstrom in Detroit. Like, that's the thing. They these hockey guys annoy. Oh, he's such a great coach. What's he done with this Leafs team? Where have they gone, Brian? Nowhere. They're an effort a exit to Boston every single year. It's like, oh, he's such a good coach. I'm not really sure about that. Well, we're twelve. He doesn't make adjustments. He plays guys who are horrible. He always wants to roll fourth lines. If a guy's playing like junk, you sit his ass on the pine and you put the other guy out double shift. You could do it in the NHL. You could do it in the OHL. And I'm sick and tired of Babcock's, uh, uh, the way he handles the lines. I think it's amateur night, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't think he's doing a very good job at all. That's my take. Well, I don't know you, oh, you, let, me, let me throw this at you. Because here you are, a dozen games or so into a season, and hockey night in Canada with the hockey insiders who these guys had their, they got their. They know what's going they on. You know what's going yeah. on, right? And it was a topic on Saturday night. Is Mike Babcock in trouble? Which is amazing. But I, the one thing I would say, could he be in trouble? Because the one thing about the NHL, 
Arube, Sullivan, Bilesma. How many times have we seen teams fire their coach and that team goes and wins the cup? So it's not like, I just, I, I wonder, you know, and he doesn't get along with the GM. The problem is you're paying a big nut to let exactly. him walk out the door. And he's a big name. That's why I don't think it's going to happen. But if they go to the playoffs and they have an early exit, it could be the end. They just might say, see, ya. I know you're making a lot of money. Uh, the next game, Brian, I'll tell you something. Uh, I was would have gone perfect at the NHL. The game I liked the most was the game I got wrong on Sunday. I rolled the table with everything else. I can't believe I bet on the Philadelphia Flyers against the Islanders. I thought it would be a good time to break the streak. Um, Carter Hart, I don't know what is going on there. He's a good young play, uh, kid. He used to be, but he's got problems. He has confidence issues. The Flyers, very similar to the Leafs, horrible defense. All, all, all offensive guys, they can't do anything. Now they play the Pittsburgh Penguins. Is it a bounce-back spot? I was hoping you'd have an opinion on this game because this Philly team's driving me nuts right now. I, I, You know what? I'll steer clear of it. I mean, I, the Flyers, to me, you know, it's still Crosby, Crosby against the world. Um, I kind of, I, I personally, I think I, I'll, I'll steer clear of it. But <laughs> Pass. You know, yeah. But you know, I what? just thought they were due after an ass kicking. To, yeah. to, it's a good angle to take after. Ooh, everyone's down on the Flyers. Uh, the Islanders are hot. They beat them in their barn. It was horrible goaltending. Carter Hart got pulled. He let like five goals in on like nine shots, eleven shots. It was horrible, Brian. Like I'm just sitting there going, I can't believe I have money on this team. Should have just taken the over. But uh, I think it's a good bounce bat spot in the battle of Philadelphia. At the Battle of Pennsylvania, Flyers always seem to show up, and they like to use... Uh, well, they hate uh, each other. Yeah, they hate each other, and the Flyers usually uh, like to get physical and beat down, down Pittsburgh. It should be an interesting game, but I might lean to the Flyers there in a bounce-back spot at a price. All right, buddy. So listen, uh, Detroit has lost eight in a row. There, yeah, yeah. And and I remember I sudden, told you at the start of the year how bad these guys oh, were in the NHL. Lord. Let's call it out for what it is. The NHL seemed to be helping these guys. Now reality's sunk in, and the Oilers are actually playing like junk, too. Three so what do we do? Oilers have lost three or four. They got killed by the Panthers. Uh, but I kind of like the Oilers. but I do, I'm, too. But I, what I guess what I'm saying is, would you? although the Oilers, like I said, they're not setting the world on fire of late, but um, I watch how porous uh, Detroit is in their own end. I, I'm wondering if the Oilers on the puck line isn't worth considering. Figure there'd be what about Oilers? Probably about thirty, thirty-five on the road. Yep, yep. I agree with that. I think uh, I think the Oilers could be parlayed. I know you like the puck line. I, I usually end up doing like two game parlays to plus money too. But yeah, I think I think Edmonton is a superior team to Detroit. Both teams are going to be desperate, and I got to go with the talent. Oilers are better, and I think they should start Koskinen in a lot more than Mike Smith too. I think that would be a good move for the Oilers. Have the Wild moderately turned things around of late to the point you would consider them against Dallas? Dallas, uh, Don Cherry, uh, I told you that what Don Cherry said, he 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 brought up a good point. Dallas and St. Louis are teams trying to play that playoff brand of hockey, which at this time of year, it just doesn't reap rewards. I I tell you one thing, uh, maybe I'd lean to the under. I mean, you're you're looking at these Dallas games. Let's go. They, they don't score. They have not scored. I'm going all the way back. Uh, the last time Here. they scored three goals, they lost three to nothing. Won two to one. Beat Ottawa two to one. These aren't impressive wins. They beat four Philly four to one at Pittsburgh. They only scored two at Columbus. They scored two at Buffalo. Shut out. 
Uh, at Washington, one. Yes. Two against Cal. Yes. Under, under, under. Keep digging, Brian. I like that. Actually, it might take a shot with the Minnesota Wild, too. Not impressed with the Stars at all. All right. And then real quick, I look to Wednesday. Here, the one thing you get the set scheduling, though, just look at the, the nationally televised game here in the States on uh, NBC Sports Network is Minnesota at St. Louis. So you get the Blues sitting there waiting on Minnesota, who've got to play at Dallas the night before. The travel's not the most grisly thing in the world. Uh, but big edge to St. Louis there. Yeah, I agree. St. Louis is starting to play a little bit better too, Brian. Um, you know, they're they're down in games early. They're 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 grinding. Yeah, no, I, I'm down with the Blues actually. You know, I think that's a good spot. But very impressive with Minnesota. I thought this thing would go off the rails, and they've played a hell of a lot better recently. Uh, real quick overview, Cam. As we look at it, just some of the things that kind of catch the eye. Uh, what do you make of Tampa Bay? Uh, I think Tampa Bay is overrated. Yeah, uh, I think I think they have a lot of the same problems that the Leafs have. I think their forwards don't play two-way hockey. They have a lot of flashy guys. As for Vasilevsky, too, I'll tell you one thing about him. When he's bad, he's horrible. And when he's great, he is the best goalie in the league. He's just one of those guys. He's an all-or-nothing guy. He's kind of old school, right? Try, try, kind of like Hasek. He may, but Hasek was way better. He may, he tries to make these miraculous saves, and and when it works, it looks great. And when it doesn't, he looks horrible. And I'll tell you something, Tampa Bay. Cooper better figure it out pretty quick because they have too much talent. But uh, they're, they're a good team, Brian. I just think defensively they have a lot of deficiencies. They got to tighten up. There are a lot of good ones. There are a lot of bad ones, but there are a lot of good ones. But I'm telling you, the best coach in the NHL is Barry Trotz. I'll keep it clean. You know, he's making chicken salad out of lemonade. I mean, they won. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know he's great. He like I won seven I, I, I in a row. I faded the Islanders the other night with Philadelphia. I'm like, what an idiot I am. <laughs> like, no, no, honestly, I had a self-talk. I'm like, that was your favorite game? You win every other game, and you go hard on Philadelphia to break the Islanders' streak? Like, are you stupid? Anyway, you know, yeah. Barry Trotz is the best coach in the league. We've talked about it. And what do the Islanders do? They know how to play defensive hockey. They got good young players. And everything he seems to do, it works for them. They, they say coaches don't matter. Well, watch the Islanders play. Because if you look at talent, they're not close to the most talented team in the league, but they play like it. That's good coaching. They come prepared every night. Yeah. No, that Islanders play. That's like playing a game of Jenga on the train tracks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, man, I got to hand it to these guys, Brian. Like, I, I know. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out when's the streak ending. Well, how about you just ride the streak, right? So, Anyway, I'm not getting in front. I'm not getting in front of the Islanders. Uh, and at home, they play. They play a great brand of hockey too. They just they do everything. They hit you. They score. They're all in your face. That's the one thing the Islanders are a very tough team to play because they're all over you. They don't. Uh, they they're not lazy. Let's put it that way, Brian. Like a lot of teams like Toronto and Tampa Bay, they rely on the talent. They get lazy. The Islanders are the complete opposite. Hey, one more quick one. We'll uh, call it a day here. I'm looking. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Calgary. Uh, is in action, as is Winnipeg tomorrow night. Calgary at Carolina, Winnipeg at Anaheim. I'm just curious, would you fade both those teams coming off the outdoor game and that big event thing and the blah, 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 blah and then they got to go play a hockey game? Uh, would you fade yeah. both those? I don't know, Brian. I, I, it's not just necessarily with the outdoor game, which is a different surface, tough to play, different media. You'd have to do, deal with a little bit more. It's a bigger deal, but... I'm just probably going to fade them naturally because Carolina is a great home team there and uh, people, you know, they should win that game. And I got to believe uh, the next game, the Anaheim Ducks play pretty good hockey uh, on uh, at home too. So I'm not sure if I, I would take either team anyway. If I was to take one of those teams, I'd take Winnipeg over Anaheim, but I think I'm going to, I actually lean Ducks in Calgary. So no, yeah, no, yeah, I guess we do fade them. <laughs> All right, my friend. We love looking at the NHL. We love talking hockey with you. He's Cam Stewart. I'm Brian Blessing. Let's tee it up. A brand new week in the NHL.
You've been listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast presented by BetChrisCanada.net. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website BetChrisCanada.net. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.